What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the CTE Podcast. I'm here with my two favorite cucks, uh, Bryson and uh, and Cubes. Um, exciting weekend of uh, football, boys. And uh, I mean, there's even uh, a lot of a lot of news for us to get into. But uh, first things first. I mean, we had a really good week of football. I don't know uh, if you guys saw the Orlando game, but fuck, that was crazy, man. Uh, what, what are you guys' thoughts on the past weekend and uh, and the games that we saw? Uh, honestly, I thought there was a lot more injuries than uh, like it, it was. A lot of people were going down this week uh, more than usual, especially last week. There wasn't. There's was a few injuries, but this week there was numerous guys and like ended their season with uh, uh, injuries. Yeah, well, uh, that was a scary one. With uh, Ryan Davis Sr. went out on a stretcher. Um, apparently he's okay, but, um, but you know, um, yeah, no, you're right. I did see a lot more injuries this week than last cubes. What did you think about this past weekend? Uh, I thought it was good to get to see, gauge the, uh, talent level of the teams more. Like, obviously you got your standout teams like Orlando and San Antonio, and then you still got those teams that are kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel, like Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, re- really surprising game too by Birmingham. I, I wasn't. I mean, they talking about scraping by. I mean, they they just pulled off a last minute victory compared to the fucking showdown that we saw in the first week. Yeah, it's probably just you know teams are gonna start to know what you like, what you do well, how you run your offense. It's gonna. I feel like the games are gonna get more competitive as the season goes on because you get used to what these guys do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the uh, the the Iron fans definitely uh, definitely hid away in their caves a little bit this past weekend and weren't as vocal on Twitter at least uh, after the game. Um, the attendance as well I wanted to talk about was uh, I, I'm pretty sure there was one game I, I don't can can someone help me out here but somebody only had about nine thousand people I think it was Birmingham actually Birmingham Iron. I keep saying Birmingham because I went to the United Kingdom one time and I'm very fucking cultured. So, <laughs> but it's actually Birmingham because it's America, America. So, anyways, uh, one of them only had like nine thousand, as opposed to, uh, I, I think it was was it the Orlando game that had twenty five thousand people in attendance? Yeah, it was twenty five thousand. That's pretty. That's pretty fucking good. And then it and then it brings up the question as to um, if that's the case. Um, why did they need a $250 million payout? I heard that they, uh, were, sh- they were short on first game checks for the players. And they, they're, so the players are, I believe, getting them this week. Uh, I, I, get, like, I guess they're, like, I don't want to say they're out of money, but like, they had to get $250 million from the, uh, I believe it uh, was oh, some hockey owner. Yeah, the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, two hundred fifty million. But I guess they're already like missing game checks. Man, ah, it's no. if I were a player, surprised. if I were a player, I'd be a little concerned about that already. It's the second week and they're already in financial trouble. Like, right. Like right. That could influence my decision to go play there if you know, like, if I had the opportunity. Like, if you're thinking, how long will this league like genuinely last? Yeah. Exactly. Well, surely the popularity is only going to grow, and I can only imagine that that money over time wouldn't be an issue. Um, I mean, this isn't your average Joe, Show, Joe Schmo startup. Like, this is a football league, you know? 
But uh, I surely, uh, just as much as the next guy, did not expect a fucking $250 million investment two weeks in. I mean, you know, like you guys said, that kind of makes me question as a player, you know, the integrity of the league. Um, and you know, they still have, uh, they still have eight weeks left. I mean, what, what does this mean for the finances of the league? Are they going to need another, are they going to need another investment down the road or, you know, it's going to be hard to find somebody to invest that kind of money every couple of weeks. Like, yeah. Well, what are they they really like, like how, like how can they spend 250 million? I want to know how much they really started off with. Cause if they started off with, you know, not that, not as like. So obviously, they're not going to start off at 250 million, but 250 million should get them through the rest of the season. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way they can spend that much if you're looking at players are only getting paid 70 thousand each for the year, right? Yeah, um, and also, quick question as well is, you know, t- like TV deals, like they got a big TV deal with with, with CBS and and uh, and NFL Network too as well, right? So they they're getting they're getting money from that as well, right? Like and, so, and they're selling merchandise on their websites. They're selling you know twenty thousand uh, people come to some games. Like they're getting right. money in. I just don't understand where the money's going. Well, for the for the for the whopping two years of business school that I did, in which I in which I nearly failed completely every class. I remember. At least you tried. And I did try. You, I did, did try, just like just like we did on the Raiders when we lost every game by sixty <laughs> points. Hey, we won one game. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, we did win one game. Go Raiders. Um, anyways, back in I remember, you know, cash flow is is a term that I remember. So from what I'm understanding um, or trying to understand, if they had to get this investment so early on, then then their their revenue coming in must not be. Uh, as high as as what they need to put out. It, it, obviously, that's simple math, right? No, is that is that correct? So, like, are they running in the negative? Is basically what I'm asking. They, I I don't understand how they would be. Right. Like it's so it only so I, I looked it up. So it's it is three million dollar. It's a 53 man roster, right? Okay. Uh, so if like everyone's getting paid seventy thousand for the year. That means they're only paying uh, $3.7 million for the whole year for players. Which is nothing. No, nothing. Now, the tickets I'm looking up, I'm looking up tickets right now. It appears a lot of them are just $20 each. Okay, wow. That's uh, that's a lot lower than I thought, but I guess they're trying to be... It goes from $20 to $92 for tickets, which isn't expensive. $92 is the most expensive one? Yep. And I'm assuming that would be like behind the player's bench or the end zone. Yeah, I believe so. Wow. Okay. I mean, I, I would charge more money for people to come and, and see me make love to my wife if I had one. <laughs> In, Jesus Christ, I would not pay for that. Yes, you would. Don't lie. Anyways, um, okay. Well, that's um, – I, I mean, maybe they have to go and go back and look at their business model. I mean, what – like. What, like they gotta be fucking scrambling behind the scenes right now to to figure out like wh- what they need to do. Like yeah, I mean they got two hundred fifty million dollars and surely, you know that that cools the jets a little bit. But I mean, you know, like you said, if, if I'm a player, I mean, shit, if I'm an investor in this league, because surely there had to be many to get this thing up and running, and they did it so quickly. Um, you know, they gotta be running like. 
crazy behind the scenes trying to figure this out. Cubes, like, what what are you thinking about that? Well, it's definitely very concerning that this soon they're already in financial trouble. And I mean, I'm just looking here. You mentioned the low attendance. Um, in the Arizona-Memphis game that was held at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, there was a crowd of 11,980, which, like, looking at the picture of the stadium here, it's empty. So, like, obviously some teams aren't selling enough tickets, and maybe that plays into the reason why they need this cash so soon. Right. Well, well another thing they put their uh, sorry, another thing they put their money into was have you guys downloaded their uh, their app? Yeah. So their no, app actually. It, it's it's really well, it was supposed to be very high tech, and it, the, for the first week it was high tech, but the second for the second week I've heard a lot of complaints of it just not doing what it's supposed to do, not updating properly. But mm. it, it's it must have cost a lot of money for this app because you can literally watch the play as it goes on in digital form really yeah, I, I was watching or i was using the app week one i was watching the game and i found that it was very very delayed like maybe it was just my app or my internet that i was on but like it was multiple plays behind so if you're oh, trying to I had like, the same keep thing. up with it while you're watching the game like you're, you're gonna be lost well sh- okay well I mean, we, we got to give them the benefit of the doubt, too, at some point. I mean, this is a – they're taking on a big task here. First of all, they're putting football uh, in a time where there's never been football, right, in terms of time of the year. And and they're really trying to make this, you know, um, uh, an outstanding league and, and a big developmental league for, for players who want to reintegrate themselves back into, back into the NFL. So, I mean, surely there's going to be some uh, – some bumps and bruises down the down the road, right? Um, and I guess you know this is the first one, and the app, which I didn't know, they're obviously having some developmental issues as well. But um, you know, surely they 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 got to be, like I said, you know, running around, figure things out, maybe restructuring. Because if, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the the league actually owns all the teams, right? Yes, I believe oh, okay. so. So it, it's not like there's any as there's any owners breathing down their neck. They they are the owner of each team. Yeah, you know. So, so uh, T- Tom Dundon, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes owner, uh, right? He's now the chairman of uh, the board of directors for the AAF. <laughs> That's what his investment pretty much got him. Okay. okay. Wow. And and not only did it get him that position, which of course is very good, but he now has. The opportunity to—I mean, he put a quarter of a billion dollars in, so he has the opportunity to um, be a part of something that could potentially grow into a massive league. I mean, th- there could be expansions down the road, right? Yeah, I—I I actually have heard of talks of uh, next year that they are getting. I, I heard it was two-team expansion. Well, I mean, sh- I mean, fuck. Surely they got to be kind of slow on their roll on that at, at the most recent news. Yeah. Unless maybe, un- unless maybe that investment helped feed that expansion. I don't know. I feel like they are rushing. Like, this came up really quickly. Like it wasn't like like the XFL is like they said they were coming back in 2020. They gave it, I believe, two years from when they first announced. The AAF did it within the first year. Right. So maybe they are just going too quick, and I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think 
like before they like start you know expanding the league and getting new teams i think for a couple years just stick with this see how it works like before throwing more teams into the mix because mm-hmm. adding more te- like if you have a more teams it, it'll probably end up worsening the play because you only have so many good players that aren't on an nfl roster that are just on, like just on the peak of getting to the nfl you're not gonna like not every team is gonna have a quality quarterback, and like look at now, not every team already does have a quality quarterback. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I, I I don't know. I I think it's, I think everything's gonna be fine. Um, it, it it massive news though. That was absolutely massive news. I didn't expect that. Um, creates for uh, creates for good discussion. Um, by the way, cubes. Sorry to go off topic here, but. Um, I, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but you've got one of the most angelic voices of all time, by the way. Oh, thank you. When I when I have kids, which I can only imagine is going to be in about three to four I years. I hope. Oh God, <laughs> please don't. I'd like to um, I'd like to give you a uh, a list of uh, songs uh, that I don't want you to sing, but rather speak in a very monotone uh, voice. And I'm gonna buy that from you, you know, at about a hundred dollars a song, so I can play it for my children while they're sleeping and they're looking at those little fucking spinny shapes and shit at the top in their little manger or whatever, you know? Yeah, I, I'm thinking of getting into the uh, audiobook business as well. Holy so shit! Your, your kids w- are gonna come out with less brain cells than you. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was actually what I was hoping for because I don't want my kids to be smarter than me. I, they, then they'd run the house. Well, I can't let that happen. Hard. Wow. Hey, you know what? Thanks. No problem. <laughs> um, I think more importantly, though, I mean, you know, we talked about uh, we talked about this past week. We obviously, talked about the big news. Um, uh, w- one thing that I wanted to do, and uh, this is the first installment of it, is I wanted to install a Hackenberg Hour, which is where we discuss uh, the AAF's greatest quarterback and future NFL Hall of Famer, Christian Hackenberg. Um, this week, he uh, went 14 for 25 with 102 yards. Um, and uh, here's a fun fact for you. Actually, only <laughs> only seven of the 14 completions actually went past the line of scrimmage. Um, I think it's safe to say that uh, he is, you know, if not the number one, at least a, a close second uh, quarterback in the league. Yeah. I, I'd say I think he's going to get benched. One. He's going to get benched. Give it up. He's not going to get benched. You want to know why he's not going to bench? Because he got a touchdown. He didn't get a touchdown through the air like a quarterback usually does. He actually ran it in. You know what that shows? Agility. You know what else it shows? You know what else it shows? Versatility. He had hey, 4.1 yards per attempt. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You know what else it shows? Athleticism. He looks... He might be worse than you as a quarterback. I was a, I was a, <laughs> a phenomenal flag football superstar. He was <laughs> one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. Carried the uh, team to an intramural flag football championship. That was not a big kid. deal. That was me. Nope, it, uh, it was me because you were busy working at fucking wherever you work. Uh, uh, Hayden was the center and caught minimal passes because I refused <laughs> to throw to him. I was only center because you wanted to put your hand so close to my nutsack. That's true. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> so um, that you or Alex? <laughs> that's a that's a honestly, 
not a bad uh, not not a bad mix for you to pick from. Me and Cubes, fuck. But anyways, Christian Hackenberg, let's talk about that, though, on a serious note. I, I don't think he's going to get benched. I think that they're going to, uh, at least not like right now, I, I think they're going to give him at least another week. Yeah, I, I, think, I could see yeah. if he has another performance this week like he did last week and the week before, I, I think that's the end of uh, our buddy Christian Hackenberg. Do you think if they bench him, they'll release him? Or do you think he'll um, just sit as a backup? I, I think they keep him around as a backup. He's like, I feel like he's just proving that he is genuinely useless. Wow. Okay, hey, guys, 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 guys. Hey. Hey. Guys. This was a... We're talking... Hey. We're talking about a fucking former second-round draft pick for the New York Jets. One he of the greatest football too. teams. One of the greatest football teams ever to fucking... Step on the turf for the New York Jets, which he never did, actually. Fun fact. Um, Wait, did he actually not play a snap? I don't believe so. Oh, wow. That's a useful second-round pick. You might as well draft a kicker. Relax. Um, Now, they do have – you know what, though, is is if Memphis does decide to um, throw Hackenberg on the bench, then they're going to bring out Zach Mettenberger, who's not a bad backup – not a bad QB to come off the fucking bench, you know? A uh, Tennessee Titan legend? Sure is. I, 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 honestly, I really wouldn't mind seeing him uh, seeing him play again. It's It's been a while. I don't think he's played. Uh, well, I mean, when's the last time he played? Probably uh, he was on the uh, Steelers in 2016, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing him play again, and he's still young. This could be the resurrection of his career. You know what? He was a sixth-round pick, and you know who else was a sixth-round pick at quarterback? Tom Brady. So you can't yeah. you can't doubt him. I would be a six round pick if I was a quarterback. I wouldn't use a conditional seven. <laughs> oh, that's just fucking pure disrespectful. I don't <laughs> care. Um anyways, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Hackenberg's gonna do. I, I still think that uh I still think that he's the fucking underrated quarterback in this league and you know what like i said he ran for a touchdown okay hey cubes how many fucking touchdowns have you run for you unathletic <laughs> piece of shit uh i've never touched the football yeah exactly so you know what <laughs> take all take all of your fucking christian hackenberg criticism and flush them down the toilet because <laughs> he's gonna be the league mvp at the end of this he's gonna sign a fucking 20 million dollar a year contract Oh, my God. That's what we never even talked about. Colin Kaepernick, Bryson. Yeah. Uh, $20 million Colin, a year. Yeah, I don't know what the point of that is. Like, I get I get you're trying to, like, show your like, – I, I support Kaepernick. But I get you're trying to show your worth, but this league pays the exact same for every player. It's only mm-hmm. the NFL where they pay certain players a certain amount. They pay the exact same. They don't really have an – like, it's on a – it's not a real thing to pay someone twenty million dollars a year in the startup league. Like I don't understand why he like he would be asking for that. It's ridiculous. Although he yeah. would be really good in this league. Of course he would be really good in this league. I mean he'd he'd be he'd be the best in this league by a mile. Oh, by but I, we're we're not gonna see. Listen, I hate to say this, and I hate to be the fucking bearer of bad news, but and I support Kaepernick too, and I think that everything that happened, like you know, it's. It's kind of shitty, but we're we're not going to see him play 
professional football ever again. I doubt it. Honestly, you guys, like, even if a team is in need of a backup quarterback, he, he has been out of the league for, what, two years now. It's, it's not the like, same. After losing one year, it's not the same. And he's, he's got so much other stuff going on as well. He's, he has a lot of charities. He's doing a lot for, you know, just his, like, his community, like, for America, that I, I, I don't think he'll get signed to a team. I think in his financial situation at the moment, I don't think he's going to have to worry about playing professional football. Yeah, I mean, he's you know I looked up his career earnings the day, and he made forty three million over the course of a, a six six year career, and um, and you know what, he just signed that massive Nike contract too. I, I can only imagine that 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 would probably put him over the hump for for being good for the rest of his life. Not like forty three million dollars is Trump change. But you never know in, in terms of the lifestyle and, and things that, that you know, he, he spends and whatever. But um, I, I really don't think that, that he's going to get picked up. I, I mean, first of all, if, he, if, his, if his starting bid, if he's setting his own starting bid at $20 million a year. That's a quality starting quarterback in the NFL. That is a quality starting quarterback, but he's been out of the league for two years. It doesn't he's make been a, sense. It doesn't make any sense. He's been in the league for two years. What, is, what has he been doing for the past two years? You can't imagine that he was on the same diet that he was when he was playing pro football. You can't imagine that he was working out just as much or, or you know, like, I, I don't know. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But the fact that, the fact that he asked for $20 million from a league, which it's common knowledge that they pay the same player or they, they pay each player the same amount of money. I think goes to show that he is—he's uh, just not going to play football anymore. He's, he's just—that uh, doesn't make any sense. Uh, you also read that he also got the uh, so Bleacher Report speculated that he also got between sixty to eighty million dollars from the NFL settlement oh, on top of everything he's made in his playing career. So he's sitting on at least a hundred mil, is what we're oh, saying. Uh, he should be. He, well, he just got that. So like he should be. That's just astounding. But uh, one team that I, like, genuinely the only team I believe that would sign him in the NFL is the Patriots. I feel like they need a backup. Uh, Belichick is really good at, you know, getting high character guys just to buy in and kind of keep quiet. Like, the, like, Belichick gave a shot on Chad Johnson when uh, he was at the end of his career. You know, why not give it to Kaepernick? Uh, I mean... I, I don't disagree with you, but I, I, I just don't see it. I mean, I mean, I, I, of course we have to see how things play, you know, this off season or, or next. But I mean, he's what 30, 31 now, maybe. I mean, the time is it's now or never, pretty much, because once you hit thirty, I think I said this last podcast. Once you hit thirty, buddy, I mean, it all goes start. It all starts going downhill when you're a pro athlete. Your body yeah, can't he's, take th- that he's thirty-one. Fuck but then again, you, you gotta think he did not. Ha- he had two years off of not taking any hits, not really beating up his body. So that could possibly help out his case. With his body is still fresh. Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, here's the question: that was does he does he have an afro right now or not? Um. I'm asking the important questions. No, I believe he has Thank cornrows you. right now. He has cornrows right now. Okay. Yeah, he's cornrows. Okay, he did. He did play. He did play the best. No, he didn't play the best when he had cornrows. He had, he played the best when he had an afro. Yeah, 
Yes. Okay, so if he gets the afro back, then we'll talk. Uh, Hayden, did you play the best when you had cornrows or an afro? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I Hayden doesn't have hair. hair. Yeah, right now I don't have hair. I'm uh, I'm bald like a baby's ass. Um, <laughs> it's called a it's called a bald fade, boys. Get cultured. Um, He's aged no. aggressively. Yeah, I've aged <laughs> aggressively. I feel like I'm 76 years old. I can barely walk up the stairs. Um, anyways, let, let's move into our uh, our CT MVP podcast. Uh, just kidding. Good English. CT podcast MVP of the week. Cube, start us off. Who, who you uh, who you feeling should take the reins this week? Well, uh, he was already chosen as the offensive player of the week in the AF, and uh, I have to agree with it. Uh, the Apollos quarterback Garrett Gilbert, uh, just a, a great game. 393 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, leads his team to a big victory. Got to go with Gilbert. Yeah, yeah I I agree. I think, we all, I think we all genuinely good. agree on that one. I uh, think an honorable mention, though, I, I think we, it'd be a shame if we didn't put him out there, but Charles Johnson, monster, monster game, man. 192 receiving yards on seven catches. Doesn't get much more elite than that at the, at the uh, wide receiver level. Charles Johnson was a really like he was a quality NFL second third receiver. Like, mm-hmm. I, when I saw his first saw his name in uh, on one of the rosters, I was just shocked because he I, I I didn't even realize he was out of the league. Well, I I think that uh, I think with the way he's been playing. Okay, here here's a quick question. Actually, does do you have to play the full three years to go back into the league? Or can you opt out of your contract in the AAF to go to the NFL? Because, I mean, the way it's looking right now, for example, with with Charles Johnson, I mean, he's going to be wanted if he keeps going on this on this upward trend, right? Yeah, so you can opt out, I believe, at any time to sign a contract with the NFL. There is no, you know, you sign a contract, you can't go play there. You can go play there anytime you want. That's incredible. So even um, even now, if a team came and offered Charles Johnson saying, "Hey, we want you in training camp, but you know we don't want you playing in the AAF just in case you get hurt or anything," uh, so we'll give you a contract if you stop playing. You know, you'd probably stop playing. Wow. Um, I mean, of course we haven't seen it yet because it hasn't happened. But when 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 that does happen, I mean, what does that mean for the AAF? Surely the NFL is going to poach some of the best players in the middle of the, in the middle of the season. If that, if that is true and there is no restriction on that, I mean, you know, what does that mean for, for the, for some of the teams? I mean, they'll be losing the, uh, the support beams of, of their, of their organization. Well, the, the AAF does want to be a far, like pretty much a farm system for the NFL. They want to help out the NFL. They don't want to compete. So I feel like, like they're going to keep turning out guys, turning out guys, and th- th- their jobs are just to get them ready to get back in the NFL. I love that. So what you're saying is, is there's a chance for me to go on the AAF and, as a quarterback and, uh, and potentially be uh, integrated into the NFL. I mean, I, you got to know how to throw a football before you can play quarterback in the AAF. <laughs> okay. You could, you, I don't think you could be a CJFL starter. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. Yeah, I started in the CJFL. Yeah, and you, I think you're a really talented, really, really nice looking QB. I haven't seen the, <laughs> I haven't seen a gym in seven years. 
I know, we could tell. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, rising star of the week uh, for me is uh, Zach Stacy. Um, of course, um, he, there's a lot expected out of him, you know, in this league, um, and uh, and I think that uh, he he had a really really good game first first running back in AAF history. Of course, I don't really know how much of those accomplishments even mean because um, it's the beginning of it's just the, the league is just starting up, so there's going to be records made every week, but. Um, first 100-yard rushing game in the uh, in the AAF, and uh, and I think Zach Stacy is uh, is uh, gonna have uh, a monster season. Um, Bryson, who do you have for rising star? I got Kenneth Farrell the second from San Antonio. Uh, he had 13 carries, 74 yards, and a touchdown. He just looked explosive, and he looked like he was running with a purpose out there. Uh, I love that. Yeah, like honestly, I love to see running backs that are actually. Just as soon as he got the ball, he was straight downhill trying to get in that end zone. Uh, Q, yeah. what about you? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Rashad Ross, a wide receiver for the Hot Shots. Um, yeah, this week he got four receptions for 67 yards and another touchdown. I mean, after another monster week last week, if he keeps playing at this rate, he could definitely be expecting some phone calls from the NFL. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. And by the way, uh, last week I, I had mentioned that um, my my rising star of the week was uh, was uh, Jaquan Gardner. Um, and boy, did he have a good game. 100 and, uh, 104 rushing yards on 15 carries. Unfortunately, he just missed the uh, quote-unquote deadline to become the league's first 100-yard um, uh, rusher. But uh it's it's good to see him up on the rise too, and uh, but yeah, going back to you, Cubes, you're right. He can definitely uh, definitely expect some calls from some NFL teams coming up, just as just as much as some other players can. I feel like this league is gonna the NFL is gonna poach a lot of receivers from this league because like this league looks like has a lot of good receivers on each team. I, I think that's what the NFL is gonna look at most. Yeah, I mean. Also, you also have to think about. Um, I mean, the way that uh, the way that some of the top QBs are performing too. I mean, they're they're putting up uh, they're putting up big boy numbers. They're not messing around either. I, I think that uh, QBs is going to be up there just as much as wide receivers are in terms of getting coached from to the NFL. Yeah, that's true. You got like guys like Garrett Gilbert, uh, who's so filthy, man. Yeah, he's so fucking good. Um, I don't think uh, Hackenberg will make the NFL, but, you know, hold your finger on that one. Uh, John Wolford <laughs> from Arizona. I yeah, think he's, he's great. He's good. He, you know, he struggled in the first half of their game, but he really led that team to a uh, come-behind win against Memphis. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, also, you guys hear about uh, – I don't know if you guys read, but uh, Luis Perez. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why it's called the CT Podcast. None of us can read anymore. Um, did, did you guys hear about uh, Luis Perez? You guys, I don't know if you guys read the the story about him. Uh, the didn't he get like a few offers from the NFL already? Okay, listen to this. Okay, I'm talking about his fucking background. Background. Okay, this guy was trying to become a professional bowler. All right, <laughs> he gave up his bowling career at like 20. 
walk and, and he what he did was is he learned how to play quarterback by watching YouTube videos. This is all true. I swear to God. He walked onto a JUCO. He won the starting job from apparently what what this article described as a very very deep QB depth chart, and it was horribly competitive. And not a lot of guys saw the field, according to this article. Yeah, you played at he, Texas A&M Commerce. Uh, yes. Well, that that was the D two school that he that he ended up getting an offer from, but he played JUCO first. So he he you're right. He ended up getting a D two offer. Um, the, that school that you just said um, in Texas, um, he started and took the team to a national championship, which they won. By the way, Division II football, <laughs> so fucking sad, man. There were 4,000 – I looked this up. There were 4,259 people in attendance at the D2 championship. Give the, give the D2 guys some love, man. They put their heart and soul out there just as much as D1 guys do. And they just get, as much as the CJFL does. Just yeah, as much as the we, CJFL. Yeah. I think our biggest was maybe 100, and that's because, you know. They wanted to see they, me. Yeah, they wanted to see Cube. None of it was for us, actually, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody wants to see Cubes. Um, me, particularly, in the showers. Anyways, oh. um, so they only had 4,200. 40, anyway, it doesn't matter. So he, he, took the, he started the job at, uh, at Texas A&M Commerce or whatever you said it is. Um, took the team to the national championship. They won. He won the fucking Harlan Hill Trophy, which is like the Heisman of the D2. Um, and he threw, in two seasons, 8,327 yards with 78 touchdowns to only 16 interceptions. And this is a guy who learned how to play quarterback, who was on, on YouTube, who was trying to obtain a professional bowling career uh, no no less than uh, than four years prior to this. And he ended up throwing in his two-year career there uh, over 8,300 yards and 78 touchdowns. And uh, I, I, I mean that's, and now he's here. Now, now he's in this league trying to get into the big leagues. And I think it's safe to say that I could probably speak on all of us when we say that we can only wish him the absolute best in his career because – I mean, fuck. Like, what a story, man. I love stories like that. This guy who literally came out of nothing. It's like the Kurt Warner story. You know what? That just goes to show you to never give up on your dreams. So you're saying Hayden can still make it in the CFL? Hey, if he starts watching enough YouTube videos, anything is possible. He gets right to Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how did, you, how did you know that's my go-to website? <laughs> that's everyone's go-to website. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Um. Anyways. Um. Yeah. I don't know. He's crazy. Uh. Switch leagues here just real quick. Won't take. Won't take very long. Um. The uh, Toronto Argonauts of the uh, of the CFL tweet kind of went a little bit viral. Um. But uh, the Argonauts actually signed a gentleman by the name of Poop Johnson. Hey. Poop Johnson. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. Poop Johnson. And you know, I I looked it up. And just in case you're wondering. No, that's uh, that's not his real name, but it is what he goes by, and it is what he's called, and it's it's what he's listed on the roster. So, uh, well, did you hear how poop? he got that nickname? Um, no. Do you so actually? Thinking, yeah, do you I was actually, actually know a story. Yeah, I was reading something about it. Um, I believe it was back in college. He was asked for his weight, and he told whoever asked him. He said he could weigh anywhere between two hundred and eighty and three hundred pounds. Depending on how much he poops that day. <laughs> so, that's just so this guy can shit twenty pounds a day. That that's impressive. That's aggressive. 
Yeah, that's horribly aggressive. Yes. Um, but you know what? That's a that's a good way to get a nickname. I love that. That's a that, that's what I like to hear. And uh, so, anyways, he's signed with the Argos. Um, that's uh, that's uh, that's good news. But um, anyways, um, also wanted to say about uh, about Garrett Gilbert. I know we already talked about him a little bit, but I mean, what a fucking what a gunslinger, you know? He he's good. Uh, I'd say him. Uh, he's definitely up there for uh, possible MVP of this year, uh, as well as uh, John Wolford. I feel like them, them two are like neck and neck of uh, who's going to be the MVP for this year. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, it's good. Oh, you know what? Can we talk about John Wolford's face for a second? I want to talk about his facial features. I'm being, ser- I'm, I'm being serious. Okay, so John Wolford's face. Um, I wrote some notes down about this because when I was when I was looking I at love his that. Instagram, those are the, those are by far the only notes that you have. Uh, wrong, <laughs> wrong. I also have on here that Trent Richardson is not even verified on. Instagram, which definitely makes him an ultimate draft bust. Um, but anyways, going back to John what, what Wolford's face. Yeah, verified. Hey, uh, John Wolford was a, was a jet. John, uh, John Wolford was, was not a jet. Yeah. Mm, I, uh, I don't believe you. He was on the practice squad last year or, or in the offseason. Yeah, he was a jet. I'm looking at a picture of him wearing a jet helmet. Well, that's just Do astounding. Enormous cuck. Hey. Not bad. Let me go back to John Wolford's face. Let me just finish. I want everyone to go to John Wolford's Instagram. And by the way, John, if you're listening to this, what you want, because we just started last week and this podcast is subpar, um, then I I want you to know that I I don't really mean any of this, and I apologize, and I'd still really like you to come on the podcast eventually. But anyways, all of the features um, on John Wolford's face are within a six-inch circumference, and the rest is just nothing, by the way. (laughs) I, want you to go gra- I, I hate how accurate that is. <laughs> um, I'm looking yeah, at all the right now. Yeah, it's W O L F O R D. I want you to go ahead and, and look at uh, and, and look at his face. Um, you, you'll notice that. Yeah, that, look at that. That's just hilarious. Anyways, yeah. So his his nose, his mouth, and his and his ears. I mean, wait. What's on your face? Your your nose, your mouth, and your eyes. His eyes are all in like one very fucking tiny area, and the rest is just like skin. You know? They might as well be just touching at this point. <laughs> all, all just together. Yeah, but honestly, great quarterback. I'm sure he's a good guy. He looked like he uh, he looked like he really lives a good life. I, I saw some pictures of him with a with a couple of. Uh, with a couple of nice-looking ladies, he likes to wear nice flamboyant outfits. He looks he like went, he went to Wake Forest. Wake Forest, nice. Hey, wait! Didn't that one guy remember that? Remember that fucking meme? It wasn't a meme, but that guy that was uh, he he was a college football player, absolutely massive, and a, and a huge like meme started about him because like one picture of him that went viral of him just looking absolutely ginormous. Sean uh, Sean Oakman. Sean- Sean Oakman, didn't he go to Wake Forest? He was at Baylor. Baylor. Oh, he went to Baylor. Well, I mean, they're both. Hayden has two brain cells left in his head, and them fighting back and forth to get a word out is like World (laughs) War II. (laughs) Uh, World War II was a good war. We won it. We defeated Nazi Germany. To me, that's pretty good. 
<laughs> um, anyways. We should uh, get back on track here. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Any- uh, one thing I want to talk about was uh, since the AAF is getting broadcasted on NFL Network, they do have some connect. Like, they have a lot of connections with the NFL. Do any of you guys think that they will be, if they still are around in the next few years, they'll be in Madden in the next year or two? Um, I, I'd like, I, I'd I like, could see it happening. I'd like to think so. Um, but again, I'm not sure. Um, listen, I, I, I think that I think that this league has absolutely all the potential in the world. They've got all the they've got all the all the keys in place, and and I think that um, I think that if if there was uh, if there was any any league um, to to be a part of of the NFL in terms of you know their games and and their not their branding, but I mean they're fucking. Oh, man, you're right. I literally do only have two brain cells left. Yeah, they're literally fighting each other. It's a samurai fight. They're, they're, but they're just swinging their swords at each at themselves. It's like those Chinese Chinese fighting fish or whatever they're called. Japanese. No, fighting. that's still that's still too smart for you. Man, I had a dream the other day that I was swimming in a koi pond, like like the like you know like the koi There's pond. There's no that's in koi my... part of the world that you would fit in. <laughs> I I really don't even know what a koi pond is, but. I just had a dream that I was in koi fish in it. Yeah, but I, nobody knows what a how many fucking fish species do you know, Bryson? Fucking zero. So cut me some slack. Um, anyways, I do think that they'll probably end up being in Madden. At, at least, at least I, um, at least I would hope so. I think that'd be really cool, and I'm already starting to really like some of the players. And of course, I really want to play with uh, you know Christian Hackenberg. Um, one of the finest, one of the finest you quarterbacks. You probably play with him inside and outside of the game. <laughs> Maybe I could say the same about you. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be pretty easy to put them in, like put the AAF in the game. I feel like they could do it with their franchise mode, uh, having the AAF as like a minor team where you could grab players from during the offseason. You can see how they do. Uh, it's just like they added the practice squad, and I feel like it's the same thing. They don't have to. I guess you can. I I, I could see them at like adding it, but I I think the the rules aren't really different. Oh my 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 my, my two brain cells are really fighting it out right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're having a tough time this week. Yeah, it's it's a rough week. <laughs> I agree. Uh, why don't we just why, why don't we wrap it up and go to our uh, go to our picks for um. For, for this week's games, um, who's got the schedule up? Because I sure uh, as hell don't. I, I got it right here. All right. Why don't you go ahead and feed them to me? All right. So uh, uh, first game is on Saturday at 3, Arizona at Salt Lake City. I'm going to take Arizona in that game. They're just – the way they're playing right now, they're pretty dominant. Um, Salt Lake hasn't won a game yet. So I I, I see Arizona taking this one. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as Cubes. Um, I, I think that uh, I think that it won't be a terrible game though, because I, I I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt that uh, third week will be the charm. But uh, I, I I've got Arizona on that one as well. Uh, next game Saturday, uh, 8 p.m. Memphis at Orlando. Uh, well, it'd, it'd be a goddamn shame if I didn't take uh, if I didn't throw all the chips behind. Uh, Hackenberg and the Memphis Express. Uh, um, no, just kidding. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously, uh, Orlando's gonna take that one. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be uh, an absolute bloodbath too. 
Yeah, I got like a Niagara well. Storm game. I, I, yeah, I got Orlando as well on that one. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking Orlando. All right. Uh, Sunday, 4 p.m. game, Birmingham at Atlanta. I, I, I feel like everyone here is going to probably take Birmingham. Um, yeah, I mean, with the current affairs um, that, uh, that Atlanta's been in, they're not looking so hot. Uh, even though Birmingham slowed down a little bit and uh, showed off more of their uh, showed off more of their defensive side uh, this past week, I think that they'll still uh, they'll still take it for the W this weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you there. You know, um, I'm gonna make a pretty bold prediction in this one. I'm gonna see my boy Trent Richardson put up a couple touchdowns. I'm gonna say two. <laughs> gonna, have, <laughs> gonna have a breakout game. This is what's gonna get him back on the NFL radar. Yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully, maybe this time he can. Uh, after this game, he can actually get verified on a social media platform. And hopefully, I, we can too. Yeah, I literally. We should. Well, yeah, we should be. Uh, and then the last game of the week is uh, 8 p.m. Sunday, San Antonio at San Diego. This is uh, a rematch of Week One. <laughs> San I love that already. It's Week Three. <laughs> week Three re- rematch of Week One. Why not? Um, that's a tough one. I don't know. Cubes, who are you looking at for that one? Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with uh, San Antonio on this one. Um, I don't know, just something about the fleet, like their offensive line still isn't there. Like I I feel like that's a major problem they have to fix before I am gonna have confidence in them. Yeah, I believe that too. Uh, I think I I think the fleet are still running the '90s offense. I think they I think they just need to update their offense, spread it out, throw the ball a little bit more around. Hey, yeah. You, Hayden. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, they, they definitely got to be a little more diverse on the offensive side. Um, but um, I, I, I'm thinking that that's going to be a little bit of a closer game than we think, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, I believe it was 15-9 to 9 for San Antonio week one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's going to be a good one. Now, here, real last quick, boys, before we, uh, before we end this episode of the CTE podcast, uh, let's go over to the NFL a little bit, just, just really quickly. Um, I mean, this whole uh, Antonio Brown shit has been, uh, been really picking up. Where do you guys think he's going to land? Because obviously he's officially um, on, the, uh, on the trading block now. He, he posted a picture with, uh, with Art Rooney today. Um, saying that it's it's official that he's going to be going separate ways. Um, who do you guys think is going to make some big plays to try to pick him up? I'm of course going to go and say the Jets, um, but uh, I've got a lot of friends that have been uh, yearning for the Buffalo Bills to make a move. I think uh, you have to think of a team with enough cap space that they can still go into free agency, make a few moves, and then also bring in Antonio Brown. Um, honestly, I could see a team. This is a dark horse team, probably the Colts, who have yeah. T.Y. Hilton. They have mm-hmm. Eric Ebron, who isn't, you know, he's not bad, but their other receivers are pretty much mediocre. I think he would be a huge upgrade. Obviously, he'd be the number one receiver. T.Y. Hilton being the second receiver, I think that that would be a huge boost to that team. Yeah, very true. Cubes. Well, personally, I mean, a little bias here, but I'd like to see the Titans bring him in. Um, because Titans have had pro- problems in the last couple of years getting a, a solid receiver. I mean, we drafted Corey Davis a couple of years ago, and he hasn't really 
lived up to that number one receiver role. Um, I mean, he'd be a great number two if we could bring A.B. in. So, I mean, that's where my hopes are, but I can't see that happening. Let's let's see let's see him for the Arizona Hotshots in the AAF. Let's just <laughs> let's see that. I'd like to see him on uh, on Memphis actually, so that way we can watch uh, we can watch Hackenberg and, uh, and throw the ball in the up. dirt in front of Antonio Brown. Well, I think that's where we're gonna end it because now I'm a little fucking upset. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, boys. Okay, thanks a lot for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'll see you guys next week, and I love you dearly.